my name is Neil Gaffin. I'm an infectious disease specialist at the Valley Hospital in Ridgewood, New Jersey. Dr. Gaffin, we are rolling. Monkeypox, many people seem to sort of be dismissive of monkeypox. Should we be concerned? We should be concerned because it is a new disease. And even though there is an outbreak now, we still don't know the full extent of it. And we should be very concerned about this. It's interesting. I think people laugh because monkeypox is such a crazy name. And maybe they have COVID fatigue and they just don't want to even consider that there could be another outbreak. Yeah, that's certainly true. Monkeypox actually is, the name is a misnomer because the original discovery of it, which was in the late 50s, was noticed in in actually monkeys that were used for research. And it Mm. it was a smallpox-like illness. So that's how it was given the name. But it's a virus that's in the smallpox family. It's what's called a variola virus. Does it have the potential, do you think, to be another COVID-type problem? It's very, you know, difficult to know for sure. It's a completely different virus. It causes a, you know, a different illness. It's not a respiratory virus like COVID. And so far, you know, as of a week or so ago, there have been no known death from this, but it's highly transmissible. How is monkeypox spread? So it's typically spread with close contact and the overwhelming majority of cases have been through uh, close sexual contact. So it will cause an infection or a disease with typical fevers, potentially, you know, aches, uh, and then also a characteristic rash that can be in the, the genital, you know, waste area. The rash looked like sort of like lesions. Is is that accurate to say? I mean, from the, some of the, the pictures, I, I it was hard to tell, but they really looked bad. Yeah, so what we've learned so far is that the description of monkey monkeypox in textbooks isn't generally what we're seeing uh, now in mm. midsummer 2022. The lesions can range from, you know, several multiple little sort of uh, pustules, tiny blisters, to just maybe one or two. So it doesn't seem to have the characteristics or the appearance of what's described in textbooks from prior outbreaks in, say, Africa. So we're seeing it maybe a milder version of that. But there needs to be a high degree of suspicion uh, when someone presents with any lesions that may actually be suggestive of monkeypox. Is it more like shingles, the rash? Is it more like shingles than anything else? Well, shingles, that's a very good question. Shingles causes a characteristic blistery type rash that's in a specific distribution that follows the course of nerve roots in the body. Monkeypox can have any distribution. It doesn't necessarily follow any particular distribution on the skin. But again, if there is a new rash in the genital waste area, even if it's one or two small pimple-like lesions with an appropriate history of potential exposure, one needs to consider it. Are there other symptoms that go along with the rash? Again, there's a lot of variability. So after you know an incubation period, people can develop typical virus-type symptoms: fevers, headaches, you know, muscle aches swollen glands, and then, you know, you can have the appearance of the the pox lesions or the little, you know, pimple pustule lesions characteristic of monkeypox. But some people, you know, may just have the rash. Some Mm. people could just have, you know, the viral type symptoms that I just described. There's a lot of variability that we're seeing. You talked about sexual contact sometimes uh, leading to to monkeypox. What about towels? I, I was hearing... 
if you use uh, someone else's towel by the pool. It, mm. Again, it can be transmitted with yeah. close contact. Um, gotcha. And it, it can even be on you know clothing. If someone does have active lesions, yes, there is a potential for spread that way. Absolutely. And, and things need in people who are infected, there needs to be care in terms of laundering clothing, sheets. Um, anything in contact with the skin is potentially infectious to others. There seems to be a connection with the gay community. Yeah, so the reports that we read are, there are reports um, in the homosexual community. And again, it's close sexual contact. Um, And it's also prolonged contact. But that's where we have seen reports of it in that community. Does one know that you have monkeypox or could you be asymptomatic? Well, so the whole important term is the close contact okay. and the variability in terms of disease presentation. So people can have mild disease and really not even be aware that they have it. If they only have one or two tiny lesions, say in the genital or waist area, and they're sexually active and, and not even aware, and there is close prolonged intimate contact, you know, absolutely it can be spread. But a lot of this, people just may not be aware of it. It reminds me somewhat of transmission of genital herpes because many people transmitted are completely unaware that they have it. So it's similar to that. Um, But people need to, you know, be aware of this and particularly in high risk settings, they need to be extra vigilant about this. There is a vaccine. Can you tell us a little bit about the vaccine and how you would get it? and, And I guess who should get it? There are, there's actually two vaccines. Right now, it's being suggested for people who have high risk of exposure, you know, like healthcare workers, also um, people who have weakened immune systems are potentially eligible for this as well. If there are situations suggestive of requiring the vaccine, particularly after exposure, close, close exposure in a high risk person, the CDC can be contacted or the, you know, the state health departments to try to. Uh, procure the vaccine. Would you go to your doctor or the health department or is there a protocol for that yet? The first step would be reaching out to your healthcare provider. Have you heard about the availability of the vaccine? I was hearing that there weren't very many doses of the vaccine available. Yeah, so for the one that for one of the vaccines which seems to be um, the safer of the two, there's not a large supply of that. And there is a stockpile of it. But again, if it is required, say, for post-exposure prophylaxis, mm. it should be given within you know, four days of exposure for someone at high risk of developing severe disease. Then again, the state health department or the CDC should be called to try to you know, obtain that ASAP. So there, there isn't any reason to believe that there wouldn't be enough vaccine to go around if, if this had a flare in a flare up in certain regions of the country or anything like that. Are you hearing that there is enough to go around? Yeah. So that I, I don't honestly, yeah. that I don't have information on. I mean, right. generally, what has been done or the strategy that would happen is something called ring vaccination. So if a group of people or if someone had it, monkeypox, and then there were people exposed, those people would around the person exposed would be vaccinated to try to prevent it from then getting into an outer ring. So you, the idea, and that was used with smallpox, you want to try to sort of immunize the close contacts of people 
uh, with an active case to try to prevent secondary cases from happening, which then would lead to further people getting infected. But I don't, from what I understand and what I know at this point in time, I don't think that we're there yet. And I'm not, you know, clear in terms of what the vaccine availability is. Right, right. What is the status, would you say, of monkeypox right now in the U.S.? Is there a warning out about it or is it the kind of thing knowledge is power? So let's just uh, find out more about it and educate ourselves. Well, you know, the WHO did declare this as a, you know, a global emergency. It's in multiple countries. It's certainly in the United States. And, you know, people need to know about this and there needs to be, you know, an awareness in the um, community about this. Have you heard anything about animals being, you could get it from, from animals? It can infect animals. The typical animals are rodents and and. Uh, like non-human primates. And there is a risk, you know, particularly in veterinarians, say, there is a risk to veterinarians and people who work with you know, researchers who work with those animals, there is a risk of getting infected if the animal's carrying it. Is that how it got to this country? There have been outbreaks in Africa, and that's where it's typically been isolated. Mm. Not, I don't think anyone's really sure yet how it spread. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think we have a, a firm understanding of that, how it went from that into one area of the world now into, you know, multiple countries and, a, and a, you know, sort of a global outbreak. Well, you've been fantastic, doctor. Do you have anything else you want to say about monkeypox? Um, again, I would just stress the importance of, you know, anyone has any symptoms compatible with this, particularly in communities where we're now seeing an outbreak, mm. any you know, lesions in the um, genital area, waist area, you know, could be on the hands, anything suggestive of that, people need to, you know, seek medical attention quickly and get this diagnosed, you know, so that we can minimize spread to others.